All right, there we go. We got the news for 11 July 2020. But before we get into that, I want to let you guys know what's going on. For Father's Day, I want to do something special. Because not only I think that's a good relationship, and I think truck drivers who are fathers are, you know, just special people, especially the ones that are really involved with their lives. And you guys have heard Southpaw on here. His two daughters were, I just did an episode with them. Hannah and Connor and I just think they're they're you know one's a molecular biologist and one's going to college and these girls just really break the stereotype of being a a truck driver's kid you know they're just you know it's just fantastic you guys have heard South Pond here so you know what I'm talking about now speaking of that I also got Jet Driver uh, well he usually goes by Big Daddy but you know, we went, we, we said, no, no, we can't call him Big Daddy because that just sounds creepy as heck. So we went with, <laughs> we went with Jet Driver and this is another guy and both these guys, uh, you know, between me, Jet Driver and uh, Sal Paul probably got about 75, 80 years of driving with no accidents. I mean, some hardcore stuff right there. So anyway, I got Jet Driver's son who's, you know, it's just a, the nicest young man you'll ever meet. You know, honor roll kid, uh, skipped a grade. He's doing so good. You know, respects his family. You know, just a just a really clean cut kid, really nice kid. You know, you couldn't ask for a better. You know, if you, if you wanted a kid, this would be the kind of kid you'd want. I mean, this kid's perfect. Well, not perfect. None of us are perfect, but he's a nice guy. And so I had all three of them on, and we just you know told some stories and and uh, talked about what it was like growing up as a kid as a truck driver and you know, things like that. And sometimes it's hard because, you know, you're, you're away from the house and which is where it helps to have a good solid relationship because the mothers really are the ones, the mothers are the ones that really hold the family together, but the fathers, you know, so the fathers can do what they need to do. But anyway, that being said, I'm going to release that on father's day. It went for quite a while. So we recorded like two hours. I'm probably going to break that up in two or three parts, maybe four parts, but I'll release it all on the same day. And we had to, um, you know, it's just, it was just shocking to me how, how long it went. I was planning on 35, 40 minutes, maybe an hour at the most. But we went, you know, almost two hours, two full hours. So that was really neat. I was, it, it was just really neat talking to these guys, you know, and seeing how they're, they're young and, you know, hearing their enthusiasm for life and, you know, and the, how they respect their elders and, you know, they, and they just, it was just really refreshing, especially these days while the nonsense going on. So anyway, that's what I got going on. I'll probably, like I said, I'm going to try to get that out by Father's Day for sure. I got to record it. I just got to edit it. And that mostly just means, you know, just cutting out a few coughs here and there and some stuff. And, you know, I just got to re-listen to it and figure out where my cut points are. But anyway, it was a great conversation. I really appreciate it. Their parents you know, both their parents are just excellent people and, uh, you know, just having a good time. Other than that, things are going pretty good. I had a crazy week, but all right, let's get on with the show. All right, here we go with the news and maybe we'll see what happens after that. All right, here we go on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation Checking cities off his list Sharing stories of the road right here on his station 
you are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish. Right here. All right. We're going to start off this week with something horrific. All right. In downtown St. Louis, you know, on the 44, and it's a road I go through quite often, uh, a FedEx driver, we've all heard about this, FedEx driver got stopped in the traffic and pulled forward, and poor man got crushed, you know, underneath the converted dolly, and, you know, I don't know, you know, so this is tragic all the way around. No good. No good will come of this. But the thing is, you know, this poor man died. Uh, the FedEx guy is going to have to live with this his whole life. He, he didn't even know the guy was there, I'm sure, because it was on the passenger side. And it was in his blind spot. And there was a lot going on. And the guy was distracted. Apparently, the FedEx guy says that some people had guns. There was some bystander video saying that, you know, that a woman posted that said that people had guns. The drivers felt he was, you know, he was fearing for his life. So he pulled forward, apparently. Well, the... The family of the man who got killed, unfortunately, uh, Barry Perkins, is, uh, you know, they're looking at, you know, well, I guess they're looking at a lawsuit. And, uh, you know, they want an investigation. And they said he wasn't looting. But, you know, I, I don't want to speak ill of anybody. But, you know, he was between the trailers. He was, you know, in a place that the only reason you would be there is if you were looting. I, I don't know if he was or not. I do, I do know that if he wasn't there, this none of this would have happened. And this poor FedEx driver is going to have to live with this the rest of his life, and I think that sucks. So I don't know what the answer is. You know, it's uh, you know, it's scary stuff. And you know, people lost their lives, and no matter how it happens, it's bad. But. You know, please, please, you know, we've said this before. Protest. Please speak out. Vote. The best form of protesting is voting. You know, if you, you know, that's the American way. You feel like you, you've been wronged. You should protest. But don't, don't loot. Don't harm others. Don't attack others. That doesn't do anything for your cause at all. All it does is, you know, create a situation where people, you know, don't take you seriously or devalue what you're saying. And I think the protesting message is quite valid. You know, police brutality at some places is, is can be can be bad, I guess. But the thing is, is that, you know, don't destroy your own value. Don't destroy your own message by trying to steal a, a, ba a, you know, a thing of batteries. And for the most part, I don't think most people are. I think, you know, the majority of people that are actually protesting are, you know, they are genuinely upset and rightfully so. So, I don't know, we'll just go with that. Yeah, there is no one answer that, that fits this, but, you know, don't don't rob the trucks. You know, we we just, we, we all saw what happened to Rachel Denny, and we just don't want to let it happen to us. So don't rob the trucks, all right? And besides that, that truck, that FedEx guy, he could have had medical supplies, he could have had, you know, something that was life-saving for somebody, and you took it out of his truck, and maybe, you know, you don't know. You just don't know. All right, I'm rambling on, so let's get on with it and move on to the next thing, all right? So, I don't know. Let's just hope that we can find some peace somewhere and come to a conclusion on what's right and what's wrong. But please vote. Just vote. 
That's that's all I'm saying. Please vote. Don't you know the best form of protest is voting. Please vote. Oh Swift. Oh Swift. Why why must you <laughs> Swift? Please. Well, it isn't COVID and it isn't uh, you know protesting, but it is something that we report on too often. Uh, it looks like over in Adair, Iowa, at the Come and Go truck stop. It's a place I stop at once in a while. It's pretty pretty roomy place. Anyway, at the at the Come and Go, uh, two forty five a.m. on Friday, uh, June fifth, which is you know I'm surprised I wasn't there actually. Uh, I don't think I was that far when it happened. Anyway, Swift driver pulled through the fuel island, and he ripped out the diesel pumps. And when he ripped out the diesel pumps, the wiring got ripped out, and the wiring caused a spark which ignited something caught on fire i guess it, i don't know diesel usually doesn't spark but i guess it did and the trailer of the truck got you know basically fried and they were able to shut down the pumps which i guess you know saved a lot of problems but yeah you know, i can just imagine these poor workers inside at 2 45 a.m and uh you know the swift truck just basically engulfed in flames in their fuel island yeah that must have been joy joy but anyway, if you're going through a dare and you can't get fuel or there's no place to park because their come and go is closed, uh, just keep that in mind that the Swift driver, uh, well, tore it up, burned it up. Looks like he burned up uh, one side of the fuel island. Doesn't look like it messed up too much of the rest, but with that kind of stuff, you never know what the damage. So anyway, oh my goodness, <laughs> just, just drivers, please, just. Just look before you leap, okay? That's all you got to do. All right, here we go back to protesters and driving. Now, up in Minnesota, there was on the 35W a uh, tanker truck. You know, I guess he got up there and the barricades weren't up, and he ended up being in the middle of the protest, and he started hammering down, and people scattered. Well, once they scattered, someone fell down, and he came to a stop. And so what happened was they, um, they pulled him out of his truck in about... Oh, I don't know. A couple hundred people started stomping on him. So I don't know what to think about that one other than, you know, if, if you know, somebody fell down in front of him, he stopped. He didn't run anybody over. But, you know, tensions were high. And so things were pretty bad. I, it says here in the article that, you know, protesters who attack truck driver won't face charges. Honestly, I don't know how they could. Uh, you know, place charges because there was so many people out there doing it. It was just crazy. But anyway, no, uh, just nonsense again. More, more uh, protesting. I don't know how trucks are getting involved in all these protesting because we don't like, you know, we don't like uh, unruly cops either. So I don't know why, you know, what's going on with that. But all right. You know, another thing I don't understand. Why do people protest on the highway? You know, go protest the, the police station city hall you know places like that what does the highway have to do with it i don't know go figure all right let's get moving on all right there we go back to the regular news that we usually do another trucking company shuts its doors due to coronavirus well they say it's coronavirus but who knows really what the truth is anyway an oklahoma trucking company shut its doors this week citing coronavirus as a failed failed sale of the business as a cause stone trucking company has closed its kefir oklahoma terminal the closure affects 51 employees. All right, so we lost another trucking company. And uh, it shows that uh, Stone Trucking had 15 trucks and 13 drivers. That's what, you know, it, that's what the guess is here, I guess. And Stone Trucking was established 75 years ago. 
Wow. That's just, uh, that's just insane. So another one bites the dust. I don't know if it has anything to do with Corona, but I'm sure it didn't help. All right, let's get moving on. All right. I didn't see this one. Let's get back to this. Uh, the tanker driver of Minnesota, the one we talked about earlier, he, apparently somebody started a petition, you know, that, that they want him put in jail. So they has got 37,000 signatures. Personally, myself, I don't think so. They're trying to make this into some kind of, I don't know, some kind of race issue. I don't think it is. You know, like I said, the barricades were not up. He did not know that was going on. He got caught in the middle of this thing. I've heard people say, uh, oh, you know, the, you know, the cops should arrest him. The cops had the barricades up or whatever. And I'm thinking, you know, you guys are protesting against the cops because they didn't do your job. And all of a sudden you're saying the cops, you know, did all this stuff with the closing of the roads and all that. I, I just don't get it. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm not a fan of, you know, I don't think they should arrest the guy. I think he panicked. I think he was, you know, surrounded by what? I don't know. I'd have to talk to him, but no matter what, no good will come of this. All right, let's get moving on. Oh, once again, more horror. You know, yeah, can we have a nice news article that, that isn't horrific? So, anyway, over New Jersey on the turnpike, a uh, truck ran into a, you know, a concrete barrier and he was hauling horses. He had 10 racehorses northbound on the turnpike and he struck a concrete divider. They're mile marker 68, and the truck caught on fire. And, well, nine of the horses died at the scene uh, from the fire, and the 10th horse was uh, put down by a veterinarian. Uh, one of the horses that was perished, uh, that, that perished was sired by 2015 Triple Crown winner American Pharaoh, and another horse that was sired by a tonalist, I may not be saying that right, who won the 2014 Belmont Stakes. Uh, of course, the uh, cause of the investigation is unknown. But still, it's still horrific. We can't even imagine, you know, having to deal with that. You know, this, these poor horses. All right, let's move. Oh, the joys of driving a truck. So, over in uh, Ohio, a uh, female YouTube tuber driver, you know, she does Nene. Uh, he Nene, N-A-E-N-E. I'm not familiar with her, but anyway... Uh, she was over in, in a Petro in uh, Ohio uh, when an elderly man approached her truck and told her he had something to show her. And, you know, she went over there and uh, the man, uh, Nene, described the man as acting excitedly and showing her something. She said it was broad daylight and he was an old man, so she wasn't too worried. Uh, the two went over a few trucks down. The elderly man led Nene to a group of men. The, the men told Nene they were looking for people to share their money with, Okay. They told her they just won money at the casino and they wanted to share it, but they wanted to share it with someone who worked hard. So Nene needed to prove she had money. She agreed to go to the ATM and take out $100 in cash to show them she had money. The old man followed Nene into the truck stop to get money out of the ATM. After getting $100 out of the ATM, Nene and the man went back out and, you know, out to show the other men her money. They questioned uh, her money and the value of her ring. Uh, I guess uh, Nene said that the man wanted to feel the weight of her ring, so she took it off and put it in his hand. She then handed over her diamond earrings. Oh, my God, her diamond earrings. The men took off. So basically she was left there standing without her money, her wedding ring, and her, and her earrings. You know, what the hell? What the hell? 
And I guess, uh, you know, there was a skimmer in the ATM, so they got her bank account too. So, you know, if anybody wants to give you something like that and, you know, these scams, you know, they they can only scam you if if you let them. And, you know, now she's in tears and, you know, quite upset and rightfully so. But, you know, don't let something like that happen to you. Just if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. All right, let's move on. Well, it's that time of year again. Uh, you know, at least this isn't horrific. Uh, the ATA seeks nominations for the next class of America's road team captains. So, you know, look up ATA, uh, America's road team, if you're interested. And, you know, you think you got the, the chops for it. It's a pretty big deal to be on the team, you know, in the trucking industry. It's one of the... Oh, it's, yeah, it's an honor. Let's give it a say it's an honor. And it's, a, you know, you do a lot of publicity stuff and interact with the public so if you think that you got the chops go to the uh you know america's road team it's america's road team.com and fill out the application all right and uh go from there all right good luck to you and if you get on let me know all right this one's a biggie uh it looks like uh cl warner from warner trucking is going to step down after 65 years well yeah, that's a long time. So good luck to you, Mr. Warner. Uh, I've never worked for you. Don't know much about how you all operate, but 65 years is a long time to be in this industry. So good luck to you, sir. I hope you enjoy your retirement. All right, here we go. Yeah, this is, you know, things are, once again, you know, no good news. So earlier this week, you know, we're here we are in June. Uh, you know, this was Tuesday night, like June 8th. Or I think it was the 8th. Anyway, the Wyoming shut down for about 10, 12 hours for winter weather conditions because the road got slick out there. Yeah. And then what else do we hear from Wyoming? Wyoming's going to be shutting down 10 of the rest areas. And the ones are going to shut down are going to be Luskan US 18, Guernsey, Guernsey, yeah, maybe it's Guernsey, and US 26, Graybull and US 14, 1620, Moorcroft on Interstate 90. Star Valley on US 89, Fort Steele on Interstate 80, uh, Sundance on Interstate 90, Upton on US, uh, US 16, and Orange Junction and Chugwater, both located on Interstate 25. Uh, apparently it was, uh, yeah, they got to cut costs and that's what they're doing. So, shutting down rest areas. So, you know, it's not like there's a lot of, a lot of places out there to stop, but all right, let's get moving on. Hmm. All right, that's all we got for the trucking news. Now we just got one from the car side. This one's just a little too much. A uh, guy had a must, you know, he had a, uh, a Mustang. It doesn't say what year it was, just his Mustang GT. And, you know, you know, it's got a nice rumble to it, apparently. Well, the neighbor didn't like the rumble of his car, and so he took this expanding stuff that you use for drywall, this spanning foam, and he shoved it up the guy's exhaust, and it clogged up the, the exhaust. So he couldn't, you know, it just was a bad scene. And But he left this note, which is really nice. It says, I finally found you. You want our attention? You don't want our attention. You have 14 days to fix the mufflers or put the stock back on. Don't egg us on or you will only regret it. We encourage you to call the police. Install video. Nothing will work. So, <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? I mean, don't. You know, this, you know, the guy woke up to this note on his car, this ominous note, and this, you know, this expanding foam, clogging up his pipes. 
you know, and uh, I guess, uh, you know, Robinson said, hey, you know, if the neighbors would have just said something to me, I would have, you know, said, you know, what up? But yeah, I'm just kind of wondering because it says here, I finally found you. Well, then how close a neighbor were you if you didn't know which guy he was? Ugh, I don't know, people. People are crazy. All right, last week, what did we do last week? Chicago to Bloomington, Bloomington to Chicago, Chicago to Denver, Denver to Omaha, Omaha to Des Moines, Des Moines to Chicago. It was a long week. It was a really long week. And uh, I'm glad it was over. And now I'm getting ready to go to work and start all over again and do my run tomorrow. Uh, driving, eh, not too much change. We're doing a lot more stopping. We're doing a lot more vias and things like that than we ever have. I don't know if it's because of the virus. Who knows? I know I'm not overly excited about it. So that, we got that going on. Uh, did the interview with the kids today? Well, they're not kids. You know, they're, they're young adults. 26 down to... 16 or 17 I don't remember how young Keith was but you know it was really interesting it was fun talking to them I'll post them on Father's Day I just got to go through and clean up the audio a little bit and it was a lot of fun I'm not going to edit anything there might be a few slow spots here and there but I'm just going to leave it up as it is I don't want to edit anything I want to hear what you know, I want you guys to hear exactly what the kids say exactly the way they said it I'm not going to chop up their words at all you know Rather than making it two or three parts, you know, I don't want to get, I don't want to make it too clean. I don't want to sanitize it. Why bother? If you guys wanted sanit, if you wanted a perfect production, you wouldn't be listening to me anyway. You know, you get the raw, unfiltered, crazy kingfishness, right? So that's kind of funny, but it was a blast. You know, it was just really fun having somebody else on. So that's what's going on. I got to go to work. Well, I got to get ready for work. My grandson's birthday is on Monday. Really excited about that. Unfortunately, I won't be home for it, but, you know, hey, that's the way it goes sometimes. So, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. So, you hear the music, so we're on our way out, and I hope everybody has the best of luck. Remember, please get out and vote. It's the only thing you can do. Just get out and vote. Other than that, I have no other advice. All right, Kingfish out. <laughs>